So hi everyone and welcome back to the latest episode of our podcast. Now we were thinking about what we could possibly do for this episode and an idea came into my head that me and Holly are at a certain age where we both remember the old technology people use for like, I guess, 10 years or so um, leading up to the age of the iPhone and then the age of social media. So we thought it'd be fun to talk about our experiences using mobile phones, using the internet, and then how everything changed, you know, in our teenage years, because I think we are a unique point in, you know, a generation, I guess, that people a bit younger than us grew up completely on iPhones and social media, and people a lot older than us remember this world a lot clearer. But we are sort of the generation that grew up where all of this stuff got brought in, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and then now TikTok. So we're both going to go through our experiences and what it was like at the time, what it was like getting these things for the first time and going online for the first time, and then just how things have changed a lot. And whether I guess we feel a bit left behind, like I guess a lot of people a bit younger than us might might have seeing how we were growing up with technology. So to start with, I guess we'll talk about our first memories of using the internet. So Holly, you can start with yours and then we'll do this as one little segment and then move on to, I guess, other things like social media. Yeah. So the things I used to do on the internet when I was younger... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh so much. Um, I, <laughs> I'm in a really weird mood. It's late. Um, the things I used to do was um, so my brothers used to make animations and they used to upload them to this site called Newsground. Yeah, and not names. College just like name drops somewhere that I might have jumped to. I might got this out anyway. Yeah, Newsround, and like there was like animations on there and stuff. And then there was another site, and I can't remember what it's called, but it was all these like sort of amateur games that people used to Mini make. Yeah, it, yeah. Oh my god, no, I wasn't thinking of that. But whoa, oh, okay. the thing with the, the car where you press space bar and it it's like, like flash, jumped. Just flash games. Yeah, but do you remember that? Do you remember that one particularly? Yeah, so mini clip, that kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> I used to play. Uh, oh, I used to love Worms <laughs> on the PC. Did you ever play that? Yeah, well, I played it on other consoles, yeah, but not the PC. I, I was really, really young when I played that. Um, and just stuff like that. What else did I do? Um, yeah, and then I guess as I got a little bit older. What were those free website things? Pick, pick something. Pixo? Was Yeah, Pixo. Where you, you made your own website. website. Yeah, yeah. I never had like, one. My friends had them. <laughs> you open your like, web page and it would yeah. just be like loads of music. That's like really early social media though. Yeah, it? yeah. And um, oh my God, yeah. Wow, what a throwback. And then uh, slightly like later on um, the MSN and stuff like that. All right, let's, let's leave that for now. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to stick on early memories. Yeah. So yeah, the sort of game thing is big. So like Flash games were massive. Um, I can't really distinguish what my earliest memory was. It must be like 2004, 2005 on my dad's or my friend's computer, one of my best friends. There was a game where you played as George Bush and Condoleezza Rice and you were fighting like terrorists invading the White House. And it was like a time crisis, like cover shooter game. So I used to play in that. It was really dumb. I forgot what it was called. It's probably still around. And... Oh, I used to play Halo online as well on the PC. You just reminded me. Oh, okay. No, we'll get, we'll get onto the gaming when we go into the other bit as yeah. well. But uh, yeah, so that was the earliest memory. I mean, my friend used to love YouTube and there was these Dolmio parodies. We must have been like 10, maybe a bit younger. And it was called The Cunt Family, but we didn't realise that cunt was a swear word. So we asked his mum what it meant and she's like, oh my God, you can't say that word. Um, and it was like a bunch of Scottish people dubbing over the Dolmio adverts, which is... I don't think I don't know if they have Dolmio in America, but Dubbing it's like a, was like an early like yeah, it's thing, like a pasta it? sauce, but it has these puppets that look like they're from like the Muppets or something, and they're like Dolmio, yeah, doing Italian accents that talking about stuff that happens. But yeah, it was just dubbed by Scottish people swearing loads, so we thought that was really funny. Um, and then I, I don't know really what else. I, I guess movies I used to use it for. I do have a a vivid memory of of using a computer to watch Saving Private Ryan or something when I was about maybe eleven or twelve. So. Um, that was my early experience with the internet. And then you go to the library and you used it in school for certain things. Like you'd have like computer lessons, you use Google to search things yeah. for like projects and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Obviously the, the internet were probably pretty limited on the school servers. But yeah, that was my my knowledge of it. You know, you sort of grew up with it and knew it was a thing. You don't we don't remember a time when there wasn't the internet. But I do remember 
um, just to end this little segment, we didn't have Wi-Fi for ages. And when we got Wi-Fi, that was such a big deal. Like you didn't really? have to plug it into an Ethernet. Yeah, I think I we got Wi-Fi maybe when I was like 10 or 11. Well, people didn't need Wi-Fi because all you needed was for your computer to work. You didn't need it for your well, phone. You, you had a computer Do you when you desktop. Can, when you couldn't use the phone and the internet at the same time. I don't know if we, no, we didn't. I don't think we had that. But just back in the day, the broadband, yeah, right? I guess if you had a laptop in my head, you'd always hook it up to the Ethernet. And then I just thought there was one place in our house where you'd use the computer. <laughs> so um, that's like everything to, with, with early internet. But now we'll move on to early social media. So you mentioned Pixo. So um, I guess we can mix this into early social media slash video games. Um, so you can start since you start talking about Halo and talk about what Pixo was exactly. Yeah. I don't remember even how you communicated with people on Pixo, but I know you could do it because my friend had a Pixo website. Yeah. It wasn't so Pixo was it called Pixo? Yeah, I think it's yeah. Called Pixo. It wasn't really for communication. Fact correct, yeah, it wasn't really for communication. It was just like you made a website and it was like the tackiest website ever. Like it just had sparkles all yeah. over it. Yeah. Had like it just like played like your favorite music or something like as soon as you went on it it would just have like pictures of you and you and mine was like hi i'm holly like i like sport and dancing and music just like really basic stuff and like i'm pretty sure oh my god i remember so, so just quickly pixo was a social networking and blogging website for teens founded in 2003 and shut down in 2012 <laughs> <laughs> i just had a memory of something i wrote on my pixo website i remember there was a boy in my class who i hated so much and he was such a little weirdo I'm not going to name him because <laughs> you know who he is. I'll tell you yeah. later. And I remember writing like, oh, like I'm pretty much friends with everyone in my class apart from this boy <laughs> who's a weirdo and I hate him. Like I literally wrote that on my Pixar yeah. website. And yeah, it wasn't really for communicating. It was just more like you would go on each other's Pixos. And I'm, I, was there a period when you put your Pixo in your <laughs> MSN like description thing? Did those periods nah, overlap? I don't think that was the same period, to be oh, honest. I just, oh, I don't know. Like somehow you'd share it with your friends and you'd like, you'd look. I'm sure this was maybe when, when we were like 10 or 11. Yeah. Um, And then am I talking about after? Am I talking about msn and stuff no leave msn for the next like facebook one okay yeah. um yeah and then in terms of like the gaming and stuff it was just like talking to strangers like <laughs> which you probably shouldn't be yeah. um yeah just playing games and stuff but that's, this is on text yeah unless you were playing xbox with your yeah, yeah no, it was on text, text. um yes yeah, so that's pretty much all i did so that's me. pixo and then let's also include bebo because i didn't have pixo so i'll talk yeah. about bebo first and you can jump okay, onto yeah. this so um bebo doesn't exist anymore. You can't access your Bebo. I downloaded my profile and they shut it down, but you couldn't really look at much. So Bebo was like social media that was popular and I got it in year six. So I must have been like 11. And basically it was sort of like Pixo, but it had more of a format, but you could make templates for your page. And one of, one of the funniest things about Bebo is that you'd have a YouTube video, but then it would always play when you click on the page. So you could click on people's pages and you get some crazy YouTube video like playing like through the speakers. And then... um. I remember Bebo is where I saw Justin Bieber before he was famous because <laughs> girls would put him from the, his YouTube stuff he used to do oh, when he yeah. was like 13. And I remember seeing Justin Bieber and all these girls were like, oh my God, he's so hot and stuff. But yeah, Bebo is just like, you'd have your profile, you'd put your bio. But then the funniest thing with Bebo, you had your best friends. Yeah. So you had everyone else and you had a list of your best friends and people would change them around all the time. Yeah. So I'd keep one relatively similar, but girls could be really petty and you see yeah. them change a lot. And also there was a thing called love. So you'd comment oh on people's God. people's Bebo profiles from yours, and it would just appear in their little like forum at the bottom. And then you could give them love. I think you give five love a day. But then all the all the pretty popular girls had like so much love. <laughs> like, it's like Reddit karma. And then I was just stuck with like not a lot of love and stuff. And then you could, yeah, you just comment on people's walls. It was sort of like an early Facebook because. Probably yeah. using it when, so this would be 2006, sure, 2007. I'm sure it was like 2007, 2008. 2006, it's 2007, yeah. And then yeah. 2008, 2009, I would have used it. So it was, it was like early Facebook. You could upload photo albums mm. and it's pretty limited. But yeah, I, I don't know if there was a private messenger on it, but you'd have to post on each other's walls. Yeah. And you could upload photos as well. I remember that was a big thing. Maybe upload videos. But yeah, when I was a kid, it used to be quite obsessed with that. Like the girls you'd like, like when you were a kid and people you'd like, you go talk. To them and, and on your Bebo and you could customize it and play all these different songs. Probably pretty cringe, but I can't actually remember anything that really went on. I just remember a couple of my friends had it and it was quite fun. 
to go on it um, and just talk to people, I guess. I'd completely forgotten about love when yeah. people used to just like, comment like, love. Love for love. <laughs> yeah. Love for love or something. <laughs> but it was like, it wouldn't, they wouldn't even say anything. They'd, the comment would just be like, love. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, like, uh, I, my, my um, friend would like make Bebo skins. And yeah, Bebo like, skins. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was basically just like the design of the, your page. Yeah. And um, yeah, like mine was just, I remember, it was almost like, the very early days of memes like you'd have not proper memes but those sort of kinds of pictures like yeah. down like one side of your bebo at least i did um because do you remember you weren't really look at what bebo they pages stickers? Look, look like i don't even remember were they called stickers because you i remember you weren't really meant to have pictures of yourself but people used to upload them and make pictures of themselves stickers oh okay. do you remember that yeah, and then you'd have like the photos and stuff, and then you yeah, and then you'd like re re um order your best friends like depending on who you liked at the time. Yeah, so you don't. Um, have, I'm just looking at some pictures of Bebo accounts, and they just. Like, you just I have, don't think mine look like. Yeah, that. you just have massive bios, and you write like you have your love score. It was a pretty standard like social media like format. Go back there. Is that? Yeah, that's like a whole page. I don't know yeah. if I can like, see the whole thing, but like yeah, it was like a, just a big long page with like no. It wasn't like Facebook today where you have like different categories and stuff. Yeah, I can't really get this one in a good quality. Um, but yeah, yeah, so here we go. There's, there's one. But it's like a yeah, so this is like a really old fashioned one. It's so like... yeah, hopefully you can you can type it in. But this is what I remember Bebo looking like. So you have like, yeah, there's your comments and there's um everything else. Like your quizzes, <laughs> oh, you, had, you had like you had polls. Oh my god, and you stuff. have like best friend quizzes, like yeah. who knows me and all that kind of stuff. And then yeah, so it was just like a pretty like Proto Facebook, but Facebook did exist, but I don't think it was out in the UK. I don't know if it was outside of colleges yet. Yeah. Um, so that's my experience of that. So if we, you talked about gaming, and I know you won't have the same experience as me, but online gaming for me was a massive deal. So I got my, always played games, but I got my Xbox 360 probably 2007. And then 2008 for Christmas, I ordered or I asked for um, this connector you had to put on the back of the Xbox 360 to actually connect to the Wi Fi. And you needed an Xbox Live Gold subscription, which was another £40. So I got that. I remember Christmas morning, 2008, playing Call of Duty World at War and just like talking to people online and like killing people. And I was like, oh my God, this is like amazing. This is like the future. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. And then me and my brother, um, we would go play Halo and we play, you played split screen online and we'd plug in the headset and then one of us would talk to people. Yeah. And one thing, if anyone ever probably listened to this, I'm not like, you know, I'm hiding it, but like, one thing that was really funny, there was this guy who kept getting so mad at us and we kept making him quote um, Lord of the Rings, like one ring to rule them all, one ring to find them, that little speech thing. And then like we kept making, we're like, please say it for us, please say it for us. And he didn't. And he just kept not Did saying it you say it you us. don't think this guy will ever listen no, to no, this? No, um, no, Pierce, my brother won't oh. listen to this. But then, um, but then we cracked up because uh, the game disconnected, so we couldn't hear him anymore. And then we get a message of him actually saying it in an audio message to us. And we just started cracking up so much. But yeah, just like playing like Halo online, Call of Duty online. And then um, you used to play GTA 4 summer 2009, maybe, which is linked to when I got my Facebook, I think. But yeah, we're just playing that online. It was so, so fun just to play, like amazing and fun just to play games online with your friends. And it hasn't really changed much today. You know, had Xbox Live parties, you'd all join, you'd all have the headset. It was a bit more like, annoying because you had all these like branded things you'd have to buy like the xbox headset or other things like that and then some stuff wouldn't work but it's like the days of like call of duty lobbies and parties where you just go in with a bunch of people and you talk to people all the time i don't know if yeah. it's just because i was a kid never ever do that now like, i would be too like not bothered even if i wanted to play like a really specific game so it was quite fun it's like more like the wild west days and then there's a meme that today's generations couldn't handle call of duty lobbies from 2008 2009 so because they were so toxic yeah. so racist literally loads of swearing and people getting in the biggest fights ever and like you just be in the middle like trying to join in they'd be like saying making fun of your voice because it obviously would be more high-pitched and they'd just be calling you like loads of slurs and everything like homophobic slurs but then it, is, it was quite a funny time just like there was no policing of anything. Yeah. People were like KKK in their names, like having like little badges. Funny. No, it's, it's 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 funny in its own way because it's like people just did stuff to get a reaction. It wasn't that they, these people actually, people understand like troll meme humor is kind of, kind of from gaming. It's like people didn't find, people found it funny. They weren't, most of the time they weren't white supremacists, but they would be writing like all this crap in, in a thing. So it was like the wild west of the internet, just sort of like everything else. So it's probably like, um, you know, you get cancelled on Twitter and everything today or cancelled. 
like people probably have said so much stuff and wrote so much stuff on Xbox Live back in the day, but how? But thankfully for them, it's probably all gone from like the servers. But like, if if that was like, you sound like you're like, oh, people can't take. No, I don't. I, I, I don't like, think. So I, I don't. Nice. I don't think it was right. I just think it's funny that there was a time where like people. Okay, I guess it's the time that what they use to say people are too sensitive. But there was a time where people would say all this stuff like super toxic, and everyone remembers it. And then like. I mean, no one really cared. It's just like the way it was. No, it's, it's not. It's not good. But it's like amazing. There was a time where there was like a, I guess it's like white male community online, and they're all you all just put them in a room together, and you just and there's there's no consequences for anything you say. So you're all you just saying. Sounds so bad right now. You miss the days where all the white, no, I don't, white homophobic I, I, no, racist men could get together no, and say what they want. I don't miss. I don't, you're digging yourself a hole right now. No, I don't, I, that's unfair to, to me. I don't say I missed the days. <laughs> I'm saying it's amazing this even happened. And anyone who is an, who's like an OG PC gamer from the '90s will know what this culture is. Yeah. It's just like no consequences. Say what you want. It's all about getting in a massive fight with people online and like backing up your friends or like taking sides. Like go go on YouTube right now, right, right, call of Modern Warfare 2 lobby chat or something, and you will hear all this stuff. And then you get the absolutely crazy people. But no, it was a, it was a funny, it's a fun time in terms of playing as a kid online with your mates and you're like 12 or 13, the way people play Fortnite today, but we we're playing like Grand Theft Auto and stuff. Um, but then it's a fun like time in terms of uh, even like Bebo and Pixo, you just make whatever you want online and, and share and everything. But then I guess that's the end of like, we're coming to like the transition period of more like free internet to more like corporatized regulated internet. Yeah. So since I'm talking about like 2008, 2009, that's, so we'll move on to the next phase. So we'll talk about Can I MSN. Can like, because you were talking about gaming. I yeah. remember when we got a, um, a webcam for the Xbox. Did you ever have that? No, I didn't have a webcam. And I remember, like, my dad was stalking some random guy. Webcam? Can you webcam people on Xbox? What game yeah. is this? I don't know. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, there was a webcam. I'm sure it was Xbox. Um, and, um, yeah, like, there was a point when four of us, like, my two brothers, my dad and me, would all play Halo on, like, different devices in the house, which was so fun. The was, original like, Halo, though. Yeah, yeah, like, on PC. And I was like, this is so fun. Well, someone um, used to have a memory stick in um in school. And if you go to the LRC, they'd come around and give you the file, and it was Halo, oh and you'd all god. play in a land lobby together. Oh my god! I don't my, know who my, had it. So I've done used it before. To do that at school. I remember we yeah. used to play games. Because well, you, 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 you go to the users. library, yeah, and then someone would have it on their USB stick because you obviously <laughs> couldn't access it online. But then it'd be a land version, so you'd all be playing Halo in the LRC, just hoping the teachers didn't find you. The LRC. Oh my yeah. god, that was the library at our school. Just FYI. Um, but yeah, so we're talking about like more like free, less regulated, less I guess. Um, trademarked internet and everything so before we go any further i thought it'd be funny to illustrate my point because holly was saying that i like enjoyed it or something but here is an example of a call of duty lobby there's a video on the internet saying kids today couldn't survive one warfare two lobbies compilation so just listen to this so that is basically every call of duty search and destroy lobby just people that was fighting. tame as well that was tame yeah compared to the other stuff but yeah like i said we're moving from less regulated internet and when it was less of a guess a money-making machine really popular controlled our whole lives basically so let's move to 2008-9 with us going on Facebook. Now, I think I'm, I must have made my Facebook profile summer 2009. You probably were quite soon Mine was 2009 because it's not letting 2009, yeah. So that, yeah. I remember, I don't even remember why I got Facebook. I, like, I really can't remember. Like, I remember I got it. Because everyone was doing it. I got it when I just started year nine, yeah, maybe? Was, year, nine. year nine, yeah. And um it was obviously very different to what it is now. And I think there was a shift in about 2015 where Facebook just became a bunch of videos all the time. Yeah. But back in the day, it was just pretty standard. Like you, I don't even think I had a messenger. I just think you posted statuses um, and then you posted on each other's walls. Yeah, because everyone used to chat like for yeah. ages. So you, you, would just, you would just post on someone's, like, I would post That's on Holly. That's crazy that everyone could see Yeah, that. so not that I would do it, but post talk to Holly directly, but I post on Holly's wall. And then it'd be public for all to see, and that'd be our message. 
and then everyone could just comment on the bottom and then you'd have massive threads of people. Yeah. You can upload pictures. I'm pretty sure you can upload videos as well. But I don't think to start with, there was like pages to like, apart from maybe some, maybe like band pages and stuff. I'm still really hazy on what it was no, like. Do you remember there was stuff like um, that moment when blah, 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 oh, and you yeah. could like pages. Yeah, you could that, like, that, there, was, that yeah, there, that. there was some stupid pages, I guess. Or it would be like, I love the smell of petrol, like this page. Yeah, it was really, <laughs> it was like really, really innocent and stupid. Yeah. So that was basically it. I and mean, then everyone from school would be on there and then you'd go on it and talk. Um, yeah, like I said, I don't think there was a messenger for a while. Yeah, I think that's why everyone spoke on walls. Yeah, so if you go back onto your on your history, it's quite public. Like everything you're saying, like loads of exes, like <laughs> flirty stuff and everything. It's like, why the hell did I post this for everyone to see? <laughs> don't know if that was the point of it. But yeah, so that was about, yeah, two, 2009. I still have pictures up and everything from back then. And... It, I don't think it really that didn't really change much for me. It was just it was just more convenient than something like Bebo, and then everyone started getting it. Um, and then yeah, we can talk stay on Facebook. You can talk about Facebook for a bit, and then go on to MSN and like instant messengers and stuff. Yeah. Oh, we missed MSN. Yeah. No, we can go, go on to that after the Facebook. Part. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't really have much to add about Facebook other than what you said. Yeah. Um, are we going to read some of our old posts? Well, you can read some of yours. So I don't think mine are any yours, good. You should read yours because the way you used to type is really funny. So no, Connor no. was one of these people that used to like. For example, instead of writing though, they'd write doe, like D-O-E. <laughs> yeah, the way I spelt was really weird. Yeah, um, oh my God. Yeah, oh my God. Sorry, before we forget, like there was like a Bebo language. Do you remember when people would do like capital letter, not capital letter, capital letter. Oh, sorry. Mm. Uppercase, lowercase, uppercase, lowercase. And it was like yeah. really cool to do. I remember like my best friend was like, oh, honey, you need to type like this. It's way cooler. Yeah. And, and writing stuff like doe and I just oh I wish I had Bieber so I could find Ill, that Ill, Illy S M or something <laughs> like I love you so fucking much or Illy oh or something God. you know it was it was really stupid but um moving on to instant messenger then we can transition a bit more into phone stuff after this I mean you, Holly's gonna read out some of her old posts mine obviously are very are, are very funny yours are funny you should read them I don't have them on me right now because use my phone to record <laughs> I mine were pretty like normal like I didn't have the worst ones okay like. For anyone listening from the UK, like the X Factor was pretty big for quite a few years here. Like everyone watched it. And Matt Cardle won, I guess, in 2010. And I wrote, Good boy, Matt, wants him to win from the beginning. No more decorating for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like really dumb, like, and innocent statuses, I guess. I guess when you're oh kid. my God. Do you remember when it used to be like, like this status and I'll give you a number and I'll write People still like, do that. I saw some yeah, of them yeah. on Twitter. I, the I, just, I just found all of mine. Oh and, my god! But the, the weird thing is, you like people you don't even know, and they give you like an eight. Just love how cool you are, like your dress sense, and of course your taste in music, good sense of humor, and so friendly to talk to. <laughs> that was about me. You're so so pretty and so friendly and so funny. So much fun in the play and going way back. Fun times and drama. Um, so nice to be around. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry if. If all I got was fish finger, but then you don't get anything. But I do love you lots, XD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is like it's like going into like the raw XD yeah, culture. Not that we were raw XD kids, even though I knew a couple. Yeah, um, I mean, I was like, I was Avril Lavigne, but I didn't. I was like gothy. No, I was punky, but I didn't. Yeah. I didn't go over into emo or goth. So let's quickly go a bit more forward. So MSN was put. So MSN was kind of MSN Messenger was sort of part of this this sort of generation because again it's before we all have iphones it's before everyone has a blackberry which we'll, we'll touch on even though i'm pretty sure we both didn't have a blackberry so you'd have msn and then it's just pretty standard you guys might have used aol messenger if you're a bit older or you might have just use you know if you're a bit younger facebook messenger but yeah you'd wait for people to log on but you could appear offline and then you'd have like long usernames where you might put like all your friends in and stuff and you have like the profile pictures and i guess it, you know it's just a Obviously, something social media has ran with now where everything has a messenger. Like every you single one. Remember our conversations? You just go, hey, hey, how are you? Good? You? <laughs> yeah, good. What, what, w U U2 NM. <laughs> <Yeah>. W U B 2 Because I don't think I used it that. I didn't use it that. I think I used it a tiny, tiny bit because I think I started using it in 2010, actually. Um, just to talk to girls and stuff uh, <laughs> and like yeah so yeah that is pretty much why i used it just to talk to girls 
Um, and that's pretty much where you taught to go, so you didn't go to your school and everything. Do you remember nudges? Nudges on, and pokes. Was a nudge on them no, saying a, a poke, poke was on, on Facebook. Facebook. Oh, okay. Um, Do you but, remember those weird like things you could send, like the laughing lady and all that kind of stuff? No. I'm going to find one. Um, but yeah, so MSN was the way you could communicate fast with people. Oh, winks. Sorry, I've oh, okay. this. You might recognise some of these sounds. No, I don't recognise Wait, there's, so. there's I, I was one. I wasn't big on MSN, really. Oh my God, do you remember that? The knock. <laughs> Hang on, no, this one. Oh, yeah, I can't even remember these. You if you know, it. you know. <laughs> <laughs> and but, you couldn't stop that. It was the most yeah. annoying thing. But the reason MSN was unless you want to talk about msn even more i want to just transition over to so because msn was so popular because again if you were a bit younger you probably don't remember this as much everyone had a top-up phone nearly everyone had a top-up phone so basically you'd have a phone which had a tiny amount of memory like my first phone had like 10 megabytes maybe five megabytes 10 megabytes i think and then you'd only you'd have like three songs on it because it couldn't have anything like some rubbish games and then every text would cost like 5p or something so you couldn't text that much and then that's the reason msn and stuff was so popular but um something is pretty unique to uk i was reading a lot about this there's a really good article about how bbm uh was really instrumental in the london riots in 2011 so blackberry messenger was a free messenger service you got with a blackberry which you could use as a phone, but you could it's use meant to be a business thing as well. Yeah, but you could you you could get a BlackBerry as a top up phone where you would top up the credit for calls and texts, but you'd get BBM for free. And what they were saying in this article is that because this phone was so cheap with Instant Messenger, a lot of um, I guess underprivileged people got these phones because it's a cheap way to communicate. So when the London riots happened, obviously it was a started off as a protest against racism. Uh, a lot of the coordination was done through BBM. And BBM, just like WhatsApp, has uh, end-to-end encryption. So the police can't actually get into it. Yeah. Like, they can't spy on it. So that became like a really big thing. And you probably remember, because I don't remember, my, my girlfriend at the time had BlackBerry Messenger. So I could see it and I could watch what happened. And it'd be like MSN, but on phones. And you'd just yeah. be talking all the time. So it was a it was an instant messenger powered by like what would it be a 2g or something maybe maybe less oh, i have no idea and you needed a pin everyone was like what's your yeah. bbm pin yeah yeah we was we were B- quite... bbm me and i had a status on facebook <laughs> said everyone shut the fuck up about bbm because i was like one of those hipsters who didn't have anything popular. i didn't i didn't have bbm either because like, i always just had like a very simple phone and like i never really wanted one and the, the, do you remember how tiny the keys were? And everyone would just be like tapping away on like their little BBM and like all, literally all, all the shabby girls would be on BBM all it was, day and night. It was night. like at school, even though we were meant to have phones, everyone would be on it all yeah, the time. Yeah, so, you, so it, was just, it was a bit of like a revolution. It was a crap phone as well. Like it, it was a cheap, cheap phone. Like it was a business Like phone, I'm saying, like you, from... you can have a contract, which is like more like a modern concept contract phones. But that was so, it was so good about the BlackBerry, even though I didn't have one. You top it up maybe like five or 10 pound a week to call people if you wanted or to text people who didn't have a blackberry but then you had this free messenger all the time yeah so yeah it was it was a good good service and then i had an i had an eye touch about this time and and apple kind of jumped apple didn't it was not as popular this might be a uk thing but apple products weren't as popular here to begin with so i had one in 2010 2011 had an eye touch and um a couple of people i knew had an eye touch and they brought up facetime in i think mm. 2011 so I FaceTime people and I text people for free on iMessage, yeah. which was like the competitor to BBM. And it was just such a, so amazing at the time. And it, this is when other apps came out, but I'm going to leave that for a second. Um, but it was an, an in- interesting change where you were getting these instant messaging device compared to how annoying it used to be to contact people. But then obviously we'll get into what happened with, with when we and you started going out. But then, yeah, in, in about 2011, 2012, I got iPhone 3. Uh, and I had both. I don't, I touch an iPhone free, so I just use them to text people, uh, especially people who had iPhones. But then most people had be uh, had Blackberries, uh, so I didn't have any instant messenger really with anyone, and I couldn't face how many people because not many people had it back then. So I was one of the first people I knew to have an Apple device that could could do these things. So yeah, do you want to add <laughs> anything to what I was saying? Um, I was just making sure you finished. Um, yeah. yeah. 
like I yes I didn't get a Blackberry um like I never really wanted one I didn't really yeah. care my dad always had one because he's a businessman yeah so. and um yeah I was just like yeah whatever and like my phones were always kind of slightly behind like I've, I'm still like this when I get something I, I'm not like I want a new thing I literally use it until it's dead so yeah. I had a flip up phone <laughs> we skipped over that I had a flip, flip up, up phone, phone. yeah I never probably had... two slightly later might, run a, might run a razor <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that was my first Google phone Google that in case yeah. you know what um yeah so then I think I oh yeah so I said my phone got stolen I lost it slash it got stolen at a gig um, and then from then I got like a cheap Samsung and that's what I had when we started going out so you had your and like you, gave it, you gave it to me so I had my iPhone 3 yeah. and I had my iTouch and, 4 and we yeah that's what we did we used to text we, we used to <laughs> so weird. I, don't remember, I don't even remember how we used to talk. I know. I think I remember there being a thread of text messages, but surely. But we I wouldn't. Would have had I, to pay I, for I yeah. Them. I wouldn't have been texting you because I would have to pay for them. Yeah, but we did used to text. So what was the deal? I there? don't know what app we must we oh, using Twitter. Oh my or god. Facebook? Um, was it Viber? No. I was it WhatsApp? That. No, it was I wasn't around, but then I it must have been Facebook. No, I I have screenshots of like or Twitter or something. I, I would have used, but you didn't use Twitter. No, we so did we text. did for a bit. I think it was. I don't text. think really texted though. I used to I call you on the phone. I definitely have screenshots of like some so, text. So this is this is end of twenty twelve. Early twenty, it's end of twenty twelve. So, we started talking to each other, and early twenty thirteen, so we started going. Yeah. Out. So and then so I had that phone for a while, and then. Uh, my dad got me an iPhone and I remember you setting up iMessage on my phone and we still used to Skype because for some reason like someone's oh no we used to Skype is that what we spoke on wait we used to Skype when I had my old phone I'm sure but anyway we did used to speak on Skype for a while do you remember that we'd sometimes Skype but I remember yeah. it was about, and- about the time it's the time your, your your granddad died I think you got an iPhone because I remember we started <laughs> I just remember really nice specifically no, I remember really specifically because I had my old my old time. room and I, I think I remember you calling me, and that's why it sticks in my head, because you just got one. It was like May 2013 or June 2013, something like that. And um, yeah, so then I remember when we started speaking on like iMessage, you know, oh yeah, just quickly. So I really don't remember what we when, when we were at school, <laughs> when we were at, that would have been a fun thing yeah. to, our Twitter messages are weird. Um, <laughs> when, when I went on a school trip once, when we were in year 13, so that would have been 17. 17, 18? Yeah, 17. Um, oh no, it was year 12, sorry, the ski trip. It was year 12. Yeah, was so yeah, 17, 16, yeah. 17. And um, it was like, there was one part of this hotel where you could get Wi-Fi and like, I didn't have my iPhone at that point. So whatever we were speaking on, like we, we were doing that. And I remember there was a girl there. <laughs> it's actually Connor's ex-girlfriend. Yeah. And um, she was FaceTiming her boyfriend. <laughs> and um, she was like, oh yeah, like I've just been FaceTiming him. And I remember being like, what's FaceTime? Like, yeah. and it was just really like new and alien to me. And I was like, I was thinking to myself, I was like, you can speak like just face to face, like video. I was like, that is so cool. Yeah. Obviously, I, like Skype existed, but I was like, just as part of a feature on your phone, like that is so cool. Um, so yeah, then when I got my iPhone, yeah, we used iMessage and stuff. And then like, it just got to a point where like, we just always FaceTime each other. And that's yeah. how we communicate now. But yeah, so that, that was sort of like the, I wouldn't say that's the door. Because I say I, I got this stuff nearly for two and a bit years before we used it and I was using this stuff all the time but yeah that was that was like the time where everyone started getting iPhones because yeah my first iPhone was iPhone 3 but a lot of people didn't have iPhones until like 2013 with the iPhone 2012 September 2012 was the iPhone 5 because I remember this rich kid in my geography class was showing me off he's like I got the iPhone 5 and stuff and I was like I only got the I only got the 3 still (laughs) oh my god can I just quickly say despite the fact that um Cavernacle had an iPhone he never ever had yeah I was gonna get onto this so because (laughs) because Holly had a Samsung and I had an iPhone so I wouldn't I didn't have a contract until I was like maybe like 21 or something (laughs) that is insane Um, so I didn't I didn't have I didn't have free 3G internet and I didn't have much credit because I never need it so what would happen is I said to Holly, if you need something, just ring me when I'm out because um, I can't text you. And if I really need to text someone, I'd go to like a Starbucks and stand outside and go on their Wi-Fi, like the cloud <laughs> or something, and text people. Um, but I did that. I got away with that for ages because I just never needed it. So when, yeah, so when Connor used to like, sorry, Kavanagh, when, when, when he used to go out, I would be, he'd be like, yeah, like I'll text you when I get back. And I just sometimes wait until like the next morning and just be like, where is he? Or just quickly as well. It was a bad signal and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And also, God, this is so crazy to think about. There was one summer, this was the summer when we started going out. So, yeah. oh no, it was the summer between year 12 and 13. So 17, 18, right? When yeah. I went to Switzerland. Okay. 
I was in Switzerland on like a trip um, with the explorers, which is like the scouts. And um, Connor was going on holiday and literally like two days before, he didn't know where he was going. And he kept going like, I honestly don't know where we're going. I'll I'll let you know. And like the communication was, so when I was on, when I was on this, it was a hiking trip. So like I didn't have internet or anything unless we went to a campsite and I got Wi-Fi. And like, because we just started going out, like I, I missed him so much and I felt like so far away from him. And, um, I like I remember just being like, "Where is he in the world?" <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Where is he gone?" I think I called you on my dad's phone. No, yeah, no, no, no. You, te- you from... texted me, so like it was two days, yeah. two days since I'd heard from you, which is just insane to <laughs> think about. And I'm in Switzerland. I'm like, "Where is he?" I don't yeah. like where in the world is he. And then I was in this campsite, and I was like sat at some tables in the evening. And I get a text from you and you're like, hi, I'm in Tenerife. <laughs> yeah, I'm not writing my dad's phone. No, you texted me. I remember getting I remember really text. I remember an ear infection. I remember feeling like yeah. awful. Like, but it was just like the weirdest thing. Like you could never imagine <laughs> now. Okay, first of all, so weird that you didn't know where you were going. Yeah. Um, Like decided last minute. But then I just remember the relief of getting that text. But like, oh, like just think even from like the start of when we started going out to now, things have changed so yeah. much. Like you'd never get that now. So, yeah, so that, yeah, so I didn't have credit a lot of the time, but then, um, but then we both got iPhones, so it was a lot easier to talk uh, on iMessage and stuff like that. Um, and then we, yeah, we, we've obviously FaceTimed all the time for like years now. Um, in terms of technology changing too much, that's sort of like, I guess for us, if it didn't change anymore, it'd be like okay. But I remember twenty thirteen, I got Instagram. Yeah, twenty thirteen, yeah. I got Instagram. But Instagram used to be pretty basic as well, just be like yeah. image feeds and you'd like it and no stories, obviously. Um, and it's pretty much how it was now without like the, I guess, what's it? The recommended algorithm page. It was all in No order. stories. Do you remember when I was addicted to going back? Oh yeah, oh it was all God. in order. Yeah, because you were upset. But that, that, that didn't change until like Every time I went on Instagram, I had to go all the way back to the yeah. last picture I saw. <laughs> but I also, hated me for I, Snapchat was also a massive thing, um, but I didn't have it in school because I wanted to be cool and not have it. Again, when Snapchat came out, I remember thinking like, oh my God, like messages like via your face. That is so yeah, cool. And, I thought it was dumb. And um, like stories on, on Snapchat was a big thing for a while, yeah. but I don't even... But the thing is, now. that's what's so different. Because my sister uses Snapchat or use Snapchat more than anything. So when when Instagram yeah. Snapchat stuff took off, I was like, why do I ever use? I've ne- I don't use Snapchat anymore, like ever. Some people still do, but not really. Sometimes anyone. I send you memories on it. But yeah, like your sister's generation was like the Snapchat generation. Snapchat streaks. Oh, Snapchat streaks. Oh my god. Which yeah. I never even knew what what was. I, I, I remember them happening to me accidentally, and I was like, I remember saying to someone who was younger than me, and I was like. What is this number like next to my name? And they were like, "That's the street." Well, yeah, it's when just, it's when you message back and forth. Because Facebook, Facebook tried to buy Snapchat, and then Snapchat said no, and they just made their own Instagram, which I'm sure like a lot of people, like you, you don't want to use as many apps for the same stuff, really. So yeah. Instagram is sort of like a nice blend, but yeah, so that was sort of like not the end, but it's like you can see where things are going. Can I just say as well, isn't it crazy when and Instagram started doing stories, and people were like, "Oh, Instagram's trying to be Snapchat now," and like no one was doing stories, and now it's like. I wouldn't even dream of doing a story on, on yeah. Snapchat. Well, I would only do it on, on Instagram. Instagram. And, only, yeah. and you, obviously like YouTube has them now as well. Yeah. Well, that's more exclusive because you have 10K subs, but um, like me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that, that's sort of like, not where, where it ended, but um, it sort of hits like a plateau in terms of we grew up where it changed very quick. But even 2010, when I had the iTouch, you, this, the technology is sort of there. Like you have this phone and and... The iPhone, the original one, was very limited, but the iTouch 4 was sort of like a really different one. Like you change the wallpaper, mm. you ha- you know have all your music, you have Spotify, you have YouTube, you have Facebook, you have Twitter. And all these apps, even though they've changed a lot, the basic premise is the same. So me, if I went back to 2012 or 2011 right now with my iTouch and iPhone 3, it like fundamentally wouldn't be too different to what I'm doing now and all those things. Yeah. Whereas if you go back to when we we're a lot younger and how limited Facebook was, you know, using flash sites like Pixo or Bebo, having to rely on MSN for instant messaging that's free, and even just like Wi-Fi was a big deal to me. It has changed a lot. And I guess recent years, the thing that's changed, I guess, is the prominence of YouTube, YouTubers in society. I think YouTube has taken off in a big way in terms of crossing over to the culture. I mean, influence is obviously a thing. Social that's media ca- careers. Yeah, I think influence has kind of come with... Um, reality stars using Inst- instagram i think that's where it's come from a lot um not necessarily some people just are influencers <coughs> like yeah 
they don't have any fame before that. Well, I think Twitter took off massively in about 2015, 16, with the, you know, the election and Brexit and stuff. Do you know what's interesting about Twitter is I used it a lot. Like, when when did we message on it? Like 2012, 2013? I've had it since 2011. And then I genuinely stopped using it for like two years. And then I went yeah. back to it, which well, is so unusual. Well, the thing is, I, like, on my personal Twitter... I don't use my personal Twitter anymore, and if I go on it, it's a pre- it's pretty dead. Like you go yeah. on, you go on all your friends' accounts. People don't. A lot of people we know don't use Facebook and Twitter anymore like, properly, yeah. especially Twitter. Everyone just uses Instagram, and that's pretty much it. And maybe check their Facebook, which is an interesting change for, for like our generation, where I'm obviously very active on Twitter on my YouTube account, but most people there don't even know me personally. Mm. So it's it's a weird, weird change of people. Maybe it's just our little bubble. We okay, this is a like weird little like fact, but we went through a phase where we like loved quote hacking each other, <laughs> us and, and like all of our like friend group like on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. If you if we you could like get onto someone's, you know, like if their phone didn't have a password, Connor was obsessed with hacking people. <laughs> oh my god, not even just at school, like at university, like yeah, I go, I go, oh my god, I go, I go we're, not gonna, no, I we're not going to get into this. No, just, just one one story was funny. Um, is this like? No, no. Oh, yeah. I emailed one of my um, one of my flatmates' lecturers. Um, it wasn't even that bad, but he got really mad. And the lecturer made him write like a thousand word essay about what he did was wrong. And when I when I messaged the lecturer to say it was me, he didn't believe me. He thought that the friend was trying to get out of it. So the friend had to, my my friend had to do it. But yeah, for me, the best time of my life was I I hacked. So I could hack this guy's um, Facebook. Basically, he came around to our our house for a house party and he destroyed one of the cupboards falling over when he was drunk. University. Yeah, and then I found a phone, like a Sony phone, and I had like my PlayStation to charge it on. Then he had no passwords or anything, so I just went on his Facebook, changed his profile, started going on like loads of random people's profiles, swiping all the way to like pictures from like 2011, like liking them and like if there were girls being like, "Oh, this is well sexy and stuff," <laughs> and then um, just liking loads of stuff. And then I went on his Twitter and I followed so many porn accounts and uh, like gay and straight porn. Started retweeting loads and loads of it. <laughs> and then um, what eventually happened, I found out I never saw him again. I spoke to him, but some people I know knew him said that he had to delete all his social media and start again. And he was well mad. But I, I just, I, in my mind, it was the best night of my life. I did it for like three hours. It was like after the party, it was like 2 a.m. And I just like, I, I charged the phone up. And I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm in. Like I have like unrivaled access. I can literally ruin this guy's life if I want. But it's like, oh I, I, I didn't. I, it was pretty much 10. I said some stuff like, it was just before the uh, like Brexit election. I was like, oh, all these poor scum like supporting Tory, no support voting Labour, get a job and vote Tory, and saying like, oh, this Donald Trump guy says some bad stuff, but he's a hundred percent like right in my book. Vote for Trump and stuff like yeah. that. It was just like really. But like crazy. the hacks got really like silly. As in, when you used to be able to like quote hack your friend when you were <laughs> younger, it was like I love Willie's haha or something stupid like that, or like but, I love poo. But then, but because like... I was so sophisticated, I I changed it to cringe humor. So yeah, I remember so... I remember one for you. Yeah. Uh, it was Christmas, Christmas Eve, twenty thirteen, and, and I wrote, um, "Oh, like I know it's twenty, I know it's Christmas Eve tomorrow, but can we all take a moment to like, like something like get excited or appreciate that some summer twenty fourteen's coming out, going to be a right banger, like yeah. love heart eyes." I know, and he used the right stuff like. Be- like beers, birds, like banter. <laughs> beers, birds, lads. What more could a boy want? Or something. Yeah. Like, I- I'd say something that was like it was like really. Two- cri- oh my god, we forgot about set to say like two K eleven, two K twelve. Oh yeah, two K. That was, that was so it was like it was like really cringy stuff, but it was like stuff that could be true. And I get I'd laugh because people would like it like it's serious. Especially and then like- people used to like go through like there was a phase where people would post like fake pregnancy announcements or fake pass my driving test announcements, <laughs> and then people would be like, "Well done, mate," and all this stuff, and it's like. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so that so that was so called hacking, but it was it was it was a lot of fun. Oh my god! Do you remember? I'm sorry, I'm going off on a tangent. Do you remember in the Apple Store where you used to take pictures on the like photo? Oh yeah, go thing, on the phone, and then you would email it to yourself, and then if you left yourself logged in on the Apple oh, Store, people would hack you. Yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it it was fun. It was it was a bit different, but yeah, I used to get such a rush doing doing that on people's Facebook. I'm trying to think of anyone else I like so called hacked. But I always found like a chance to do it. It was quite quite funny. But um yeah, so that was like yeah, nowadays I'd say the only big thing it that's different is TikTok, but we didn't really use Vine or anything. Yeah. So it's not really like the thing is Vine got shared on other social media sites yeah. and we didn't just have Well that's what happened. In about 2015, 2016, Facebook just became like a video sharing yeah. site. So if you go on your Facebook now, nearly everything in your timeline is is a video or like yeah. from a page. And um 
And that's they used to share Vine stuff. Yeah, they used to share Vine stuff all the time. And you see it on Twitter as well. So that's when Facebook really got ruined because it's just really rubbish memes and and Vines. Um, But yeah, like TikTok, I'd say the main thing with social media now is it's way more polarized in terms of politics and it's pretty insane. And I guess before Facebook and Twitter weren't like, forces for manipulating elections so obviously like 2016 you have you know cambridge analytica you have uh with the help of facebook targeting undecided voters on brexit and you know the trump election and stuff but it became really really sinister and now it's all about harvesting your data selling your data trying to sell products to you working with third parties and everything so yeah i guess i guess the the difference is is that we we, we lived in a world where even corporatized social media and and the internet like xbox live and facebook Bebo, MSN, it was a lot more like the Wild West. And not only that, you weren't being manipulated all the time and your data wasn't being harvested for like sinister purposes. But as we've gotten older, it's all algorithms. Even your shuffle on your music streaming site is all based on algorithms. Because what will happen is, listen to what one song you haven't listened to a couple of times. If it's on your playlist, you'll shuffle it and you'll start getting it a load more times. And it's it's everything is based on trying to force stuff that it will think you like onto you to make you stay on the site. So it's all super manipulative or sell you products or sway your vote and stuff. Um, and yeah, I said with the things with TikTok just reminds me, you need less and less talent to succeed in social oh media. Goodness, yeah. I guess it's the main well, thing. Like, I'll say this. I said this to you the other day. Um, right, David Dobrik said on his podcast. So this is what convinced um, Calvin Ackle to make a TikTok. I told him about David Dobrik on TikTok and how he did like a Chipotle sponsor video yeah. with like a hashtag. And he was saying to his co-host, he was like, guess how many times that, that had like engagement, as in how many times someone viewed it, like no, even if it was another creator who used it and then that got shared around yeah. loads of times. A billion times. A billion. Yeah. And then when I told Kavanagh this, the next day, or was it the same day? Probably. He was on TikTok. Yeah. And um, I've made I've made one, but I don't I don't use it. But just like the reach of it is unreal and like you know, um, I'm an Irish dancer and Irish dancing has like weirdly got big on TikTok. And, you know, um, I interviewed this like TikTok group of guys the other day. One of their like most successful videos has like 80 million views on it. And I I mean, okay, another like contrast. So Addison Ray and Charlie D'Amelio, who are the biggest creators on TikTok, what do they have? Like 60 to 70 million, maybe more followers. Yeah. And then I said to um, to Connor, I was like, okay, so Jojo Siwa, just for example, like if you don't know who she is, she was like a kid on Dance Moms. She's like a sort of a social media personality, but she's huge with kids. She does music and dancing. She sells out like arenas around the world. She's only got 11 million Instagram followers. Yeah. Compare that to like the TikTok following. It's just, it blows my mind. Yeah, so it's it's all, the thing is like, because it's all your own social media bubble, you don't know what's biggest. So in my mind, Instagram and Twitter are the biggest. Um, but then Facebook apparently is still massive, but it doesn't seem that way to me because no one uses it. I need mums. And even <laughs> even my personal Twitter, no one uses it anymore. So it feels like it's kind of shift, it shifted to Instagram. Even Snapchat seems like, in my mind, it's had its day. And now TikTok's the new big thing. Yeah. But I think TikTok will be, I think something like Twitter is here to stay for good. Maybe Facebook because of tech stuff. I'm not sure what the future of TikTok will be. I know what thing. I was going to say because you said, did you say people without talent? Yeah. Uh, yeah so no. Same so the, the thing I was going to say was David Dobrik was saying how with Vine, it was completely like um, monopolized by big creators and all you got on it was like the big Viners. But on TikTok, because of that algorithm, and it just throws up like stuff based on like what you like or what you watch. Yeah, well, like I told like, you, I watched one person who's doing videos in t- in Tesco. And now it thinks I want to watch people in Tesco <laughs> and I said, film themselves. I, I searched a video of this like posh um, schoolboy, like private school video because yeah. they're doing a funny dance in it. Now all I get recommended is private school TikToks. <laughs> but like, yeah, so David Dobrik was saying TikTok gives anyone the chance to be a creator and like put out like good, funny content. And like, like Connor doesn't agree with me on this, but there are some like really funny TikTokers who do like, throwbacks to british primary school or british secondary school it's not funny okay no shut up it is and they'll do like such a niche little um like skit and i'll be like oh my god that is so true and i completely forgot about that he's shaking his head right now you just hate everything no Um, because low low relatable humor it's like 
oh, remember that No, when... no, no, but some of it is really specific. And like, okay, so there was one the so other remember, day. Remember when the year seven boy nicked the year 11 boy, no, boy's ball? No, it wasn't like that. It's not that shit. No, like, okay, there was one the other day that I sent Connor that really made me laugh. And it was like, when the head teacher comes in to like watch your class and it was just like a head teacher just like poked her head into the class and, and she the teacher doesn't realize she, yeah no and she right. just kind of like gestures to be like carry on and she just like looks at the class really proudly <laughs> and like just the acting of the girl yeah. and it was so funny and i was like that is when so a teacher true. says to me i'm like fuck off <laughs> so good. Um, but, um, but sorry just quickly and um yeah like and, you know, for example, I was telling Connor the other day, um, I found this girl on TikTok who's got Tourette's and she's got like 7 million followers and just like making people aware of Tourette's yeah. and stuff. And like it obviously, you know, you can say what you want about social media, but TikTok in particular gives people who have like either, you know, something unique about them or just very ordinary lives like your Tesco thing. Yeah. Like, you know, I've seen builders and roofers who have TikToks and, and, and you know, or like bakeries and stuff and it just yeah. kind of like gives people an opportunity to be big creators and you don't have to create like amazing quality content it's got to be like pretty like somewhat original or interesting yeah no but... i guess, I guess true because like it's it's hard i don't know why but wow she has loads of followers and loads of views i don't know why i don't know if he's found a tiktok audience I or... explain who he is to people no everyone know. everyone knows who wow she is wow she's the political streamer with the man bun and the beard the ginger one he's called wow she um, it's Val. No, it's Val. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, I just don't understand how he has so many followers. So I'm trying to like jump on the bandwagon. I don't think it's going to go anywhere. Right? I have like five followers and like 400. <laughs> he views was disappointed or today that he barely had any. So I need to keep posting clips of myself on it. But um, oh yeah, just for context, like all he did, like all Connor did, was say how much he hated TikTok and how stupid and dumb it was. Like while I spoke, <laughs> it is. I stand and by. And then it. overnight, <laughs> he got TikTok. It, it, if I if I became a big TikToker, I'm just using the platform. Yeah. for my own YouTube channel. I'm not using it because I like it because I think it's crap. Yeah. Um, can we, I don't know what you want to talk about next, but we should probably talk about if like the, if it's bad for you, like being on those social media and like, you we'll know. end it with that. All right. So just to conclude this, I guess, um, we'll talk about if social media is bad for you. Does it make you feel bad? Is it bad for your mental health? Um, I'd say it's gotten a lot worse because the algorithm likes to show you so much new content. Whereas before, back in the day, like a decade ago, it's all about you and your friends and you and your bubble. Mm -hmm. And nowadays, it's like, here's this model on TikTok. Here's all these pretty girls dancing. Here's all these really vain boys who have like amazing, like, you know, abs and muscles doing all this stuff. So just pumping your head full of like, this is what you need to be to be successful. You need to be good looking. You need to pretty much, you just need to be good looking, really. That's what, that's what social media has become. And in terms of other stuff like Twitter and Facebook, it's just being bombarded with information and the news. So I had a break about a year ago for about two weeks from social media. I can't really have a break anymore since I'm taking YouTube so seriously and I need it for the news. But I did feel really good afterwards. Um, thankfully, I'm pretty confident in myself. So the body image thing doesn't really affect me as much. But it is kind of, I guess it subconsciously gets in your head about what you want to look like, especially for boys. Because now boys, although it's not as much pressure, it's like now you've got to have this chiseled torso and massive muscles. And it's kind of like a toxic image where I think boys used to be a bit more comfortable with themselves before mm -hmm. social media. And nowadays it's like, look at all these basically supermodels from the gym. Um, you must look like this to get girls. And it creates, I think it creates unrealistic expectations on both sides, but I think it is worse for women in general. Yeah, like the thing is with the, the body image stuff, it kind of, I think, comes in waves. So it used to be really bad as in like, everyone was so fake on instagram as in like you'd only put up the best version of yourself and, and edit it loads yeah and, and you know like airbrush and all that kind of stuff um and, you know I'm, I'm guilty of it if i have like a spot like it's i don't i don't see that as that bad because i want to be able to remember that picture for what i was doing not like oh my god look at that massive spot on my face yeah. but like you know like i mean people would edit cellulite and stuff like that but interestingly it's kind of like reversing now and there's lots of like body positive influencers obviously like you know there's people who are quite big and stuff but i follow a really good um like influencer <laughs> i just did the quote marks i realized yeah. on the podcast quote influencer um and she does these like videos and pictures where she's like there's a couple of them now, she's like my body looks like this but it also looks like this but this one's really good because she shows all the editing that people do and she shows like how influencers pose and stand on their toes and pull their like bikini bottoms up and all this yeah. kind of stuff and interestingly like i've definitely noticed more girls now putting pictures up of themselves with blatant 
like you know quote imperfections yeah. that aren't imperfections it's just what people look like and it's good to see that people are like less conscious about that and then the other thing you might be able to relate to this that really bothers me about i'd say twitter in particular is like job and career stuff so oh yeah on the last podcast you said i wouldn't have a job until next year <laughs> i have another job now just yeah. saying but like um well we can't all have friends who can just hook us up with shut job, up but, um, um and yeah like just being on okay so being a journalist on twitter is hard because you're always comparing your work um to other people and like i'm in this freelancers like facebook group where people like give each other advice and stuff and it's annoying because you know it's hard to get freelance commissions and it's hard to like make a living out of it and like recently i've been doing quite well with it but i still i'm comparing myself to all these other people who are getting like commissions in vice and like just like the guardian like really cool places and i'm like why can't i do that and then you know like we have a few friends who sorry who've got like really amazing jobs recently and it, we're just like why are we stuck in these crap yeah. jobs i guess that's not a symptom of social media so much it's just like you're keeping in contact no with it maybe, definitely is it but definitely maybe is. maybe it's like you're keeping in contact with people maybe you wouldn't have if you didn't have social media because a lot of these people aren't like yeah are great but i had to start muting really successful people because it was making me feel so bad about myself and yeah. you know like people saying that more and more you sh- you have absolutely no obligation to follow someone who makes you feel bad about yourself like <laughs> I've started unfollowing people on Instagram who've done nothing to me, but they don't make me feel good about myself. So yeah. I'm like, I don't want to see this. No, I guess I guess that's a fair point. It feels like it's a competition for likes and stuff. And yeah. and not so much on Instagram. It depends what your goal is. On YouTube, it is a, if you want to become a content creator, and that's not necessarily what social media is for, you're com- you are competing. So if you're if you know you've, if you've got to this point of the podcast and you're an hour in, I've competed for your time, and there's a reason that you are watching this. You, this, you probably haven't just picked up this podcast as the first podcast you've ever listened to of you know or the first thing you've ever seen of me because i've competed with loads of others of creators for your time and that sucks um but it, yeah it, it's like a i guess a capitalist but thing it's like you, step, you are still here yeah thank you for listening. <laughs> but it's like stepping on each other to get to the top yeah. and that's youtube you're if you, you know you can just make a youtube create what you want but that's not the mindset most people go into you know this podcast is just you know something that we're doing on the side and just for a bit of fun whereas with my youtube channel i'm thinking about analytics i'm thinking about what topic's popular how do i get people's attention how do i get people to watch more so the algorithm promotes me more how do i do this you know what gets monetized even though i don't really care about that so much because none of my videos are monetized at the moment but yeah it's, it's just the social media in general promotes more competition among people like who has the best job, who has the most likes, who has the funniest tweet, who has the funniest meme. Exactly, and like on that, do you remember when I said to you, this is so silly, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I said to to Connor, I was like, sometimes I like, feel like I need to be more edgy on Twitter. And and Connor's like, you are the least edgy person ever. (laughs) Well, it would just be so fake. Because I remember you said to me once, like... Don't embarrass me. No, no, I'm not embarrassed. I think you said to me once, like, why are you tweeting that? And I was like, because because it's like a bit more edgy, and it, it is like what I would say. You said leftist Twitter has to be edgy. Yeah, and I said you have to have a personality. You can't just tweet, oh, Joe Biden, blah 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 blah, because no one's going to follow you. And to be honest, I I am like a more like quote edgy person in terms of the stuff I say is quite funny sometimes. <laughs> I'm glad you. No, but, but my, okay, my humor is pretty like weird and and dark in some ways, which is kind of like strange. Something per person. You know, posting not as amazing, posting a picture of like Drago's face zoomed in when Donald Trump had coronavirus yeah, yeah. and stuff, um, or like you know, um, Emperor Palpatine screaming "Kill him, kill him" uh, <laughs> when I said "me to COVID 19 but it was obviously referencing like when Donald Trump had yeah, it. Yeah. But um, but it is a competition, and it does, the thing is, it gives you dopamine hits in terms yeah. of if my YouTube does if my YouTube does well, I go to bed, I wake up, the videos do well, I'll feel good. Yeah. If I put out a tweet like I said to you the other day, my tweet got like. 250 likes and that's probably like the most an original tweet one of these ever got that wasn't a reply and like it feels good that people are giving you this attention and yeah. they find it funny and that's why people act edgy because like yeah. it gets those kind of likes and stuff but also um for me it's like that's all building towards my goal of doing this full time but again it, it does suck how it you know we rewires your brain to think this is like a good thing you know virtual likes on the screen virtual view count on the screen and you sometimes you know you probably you do youtube videos you might you might value the numbers of the views rather than the comments which is stupid because yeah. you want the people to actually who at watch want to say something to you want to communicate with them so it's, it's a weird like phenomenon on social media i'm sure there's loads of psychological studies done on what it does to your brain and stuff and but... like the times that i've taken a short break from it it has made me feel really good and 
you know, it's this constant battle of like, I really wish I could just like say goodbye to this forever. Sure. And I don't know, maybe one day, I mean, like you, I'm doing more like YouTube stuff now and yeah. kind of have to go on social I, Yeah, media, I, I can't give it up. It, yeah, it. it would be really, I mean, I'd like to phase it out slowly, at least phase out Facebook and stuff like that. Yeah. Lots of people just don't even use it at all anymore, but I still have like contact. Yeah, well, I like, I like Reddit a bit more because you go deeper into, because it's all, Reddit's pretty anonymous, even if you're like me and you're pretty public with your Reddit profile. Um, and ha you have Reddit followers and you have a subreddit. It's like I can go into like the Assassin's Creed subreddit and talk to people about Assassin's Creed without trying to compete, even though that's a weird thing because Reddit actually aggregates your likes based on your comments and posts, but it doesn't feel like a competition mm -hmm. because you're not public. Yeah. So if I get downvoted or upvoted, I don't really care. Like, I like having a lot of karma on Reddit because it makes me look more legitimate. But I don't, and, and the only reason I like getting likes is it promotes your content more, especially for me because I use it for YouTube stuff. Um, but that's like a better version, I guess. It's more anonymous and uh, you're more in communities that you like. So it feels more you're doing out of your shared love for something rather than all commit competing to be the top of, you know, you know whatever community you're in on, on online. And I guess we'll just wrap it up there. Um, so, yeah, thank you if you got it this far for sticking with our journey through social media. If you uh, ever want to talk about this stuff, um, follow us on social media. Oh yeah, follow us on social media. I have a subreddit which I will post the podcast here, so there'll be a comment section on the post. So go talk about it there if you want. Obviously, message me at my personal Reddit, you slash Tommy Cahill nineteen ninety five, or you know subreddit as well, Cavernacle. Um, follow me on Twitter, message me there, and on Instagram. So that is at the Cavernacle. I've got all the basic usernames that are, are the Cavernacle because it's a unique name. And Holly, if anyone ever wants to talk to you about um trying to expose me for apparently enjoying the cesspool of xbox live back in the day yeah if you want to like talk badly about the cavernacle i'm always available um yeah you can follow me on all my social media it's holly with an ie and then garrity um and that's my youtube twitter instagram yeah and um until next time if you haven't listened to the other episodes maybe catch up on them and then hopefully next month we will get something else out i don't know what it's gonna be on yeah, it's our birthday podcast. Birthday, maybe. It'll be November, so we can talk about birthday stuff, maybe. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, yeah, if you made it this far, thank you for watching. And just go check out all our social media uh, links. Bye.